Welcome to the Tankcast, the premier bi-weekly podcast for gaming and hardware news with your hosts, Tank and Tom and Ducky Monroe. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Tankcast. We made it. Heck yeah. Um, I know that we originally said that the Tankcast was going to be bi-weekly, so let me explain a little bit of the absence. The reason that it's basically been a month uh, is because... The first episode was about a month or so ago. Uh, the next episode was going to be on Halloween. We decided to skip that one because it's Halloween. So technically, this should be the third episode. Now, the thing with this, and because of how holidays work, the next episode is Thanksgiving. So we're probably going to miss that one, too. So more than likely, uh, the next episode after this one is probably going to be, let's see here, one, two, fifth. December 12th, and then we shouldn't have any more holidays. So even though I said, or we had said that it's bi-weekly, we started on not the best week, but it's okay. It's it, it's whatever it happens. Anyway, uh, of course, you know, I'm taking Tom, and of course I have with me... Ducky Monroe. What's up? Hey. Uh, so what we're going to do is, it is... Unfortunate that we did have, you know, a month between episodes. However, that does mean that there is more stuff that happened in, uh, you know, in a month's time. So I'm going to go first here. Uh, the biggest thing that happened in the last month, give or take, especially for games, was BlizzCon. And the reason that I want to focus on BlizzCon is because I'm a total Blizzard fanboy. And I play World of Warcraft. I play Diablo. I don't play... Uh, Starcraft or Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch or what other game they have. I forgot. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, Hearthstone, even though the last thing I talked about, well, the first thing I talked about on the last episode was the whole Hearthstone Blitzchung thing, which, you know, is still a thing. They ha- They gave his prize money back. They said he can't compete for six months. That That's how it stands now. Anyway, so BlizzCon 2019 uh, was amazing. Um, most people uh, only care about the opening ceremony, which is something everybody could watch for free. I watched it for free, and that's where they go over like the biggest things that are coming out. So, of all the things that were announced, I'm going to go over. You know, I'm going to say what was announced, and I'll go over them in further detail. Obviously, you know, the next World of Warcraft expansion was announced. It's called Shadowlands. It looks amazing. The cinematic trailer, which will be linked in the notes, is awesome. And it just, I'm so excited. It's my background on my computer screen right now. Uh, After that, we had Diablo 4 being announced. The trailer for that, Blizzard makes the best trailers. Their cinematic team puts in definitely the man hours. Diablo 4 looks incredible. Oh, my God. Uh, After that, uh, we got a game that I don't really play a whole lot. Uh, Overwatch is getting a sequel, which didn't make a whole lot of sense because if you recall, Overwatch was supposed to have like close to like 30-something characters, the heroes. It doesn't have anywhere near that. So we don't know what's going to really be in Overwatch 2 in terms of, you know, the heroes and everything like that. Uh, Hearthstone, which like I said, I don't play that much. They're getting a new, uh, they're getting a few new features. They're getting like a, a new expansion type thing called Descent of the Dragons. 
and they're also getting uh, Battlegrounds. Heroes of the Storm didn't really get anything. Warcraft 3 Reforged is still not out for people to play. People were hoping that, you know, it was going to be available now. But unfortunately, all there is is like a beta. And even then, you can't play the single player. You can only play multiplayer. And that kind of sucks. And then StarCraft 2, for the four people that play it still, uh, Arcturus is the next co-op commander. Whatever that means, I have no idea. And Gameplay versus DeepMind AI is coming. Anyway... Uh, so first things first, uh, with World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which like I said, I will link the cinematic in the notes. It's amazing. Uh, so what I'm going to do right now is something that we're, we've never done before, but it's our show. We can do what we want. I'm going to play the cinematic uh, for Ducky to watch here, and then uh, we will come right back. All right, and we're back. I uh, just watched the uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands cinematic trailer. Now, I know that you don't play WoW, so you not have for no- a long yeah, time. So you probably don't know who any of those people were. Um, but the cinematic, even if you didn't play WoW, you have to agree that cinematic looks really cool. Holy ball! Right. <laughs> anyway, so in World of Warcraft uh, Shadowlands, like I said, you know that's the next expansion. They haven't given a release date uh specifically all they have told us is that it's in 2020 it will have five new zones it'll have a level squish to 60 now how that's going to work is right now the level cap is 120 so if you're maxed out which is you know 120 you'll get level squished to 50 and the new cap is 60 i don't know how they did it they said people you have to like divide it by like 2.4 or something like that and that's how they're going to that's how they're going to like you know you'll get your equivalent or whatever you want to call it. Uh, they're revamping the level experience. You level 1 through 10 in a completely brand new zone. Uh, 10 through 50 in any expansion you want. And then 50 through 60 <sighs> in the shadow leads, excuse me. I don't think I've ever yawned while talking. Uh, there's mm-hmm. these whatever. Shut up. <laughs> there's these um, few. There's these new things called covenants, uh, which you gain two abilities. One is class specific, and the other one is a uh, covenant ability. It completely changes your gameplay. Uh, there are four of them. They're really cool. Uh, there's this new feature called Torgas Tower of the Damned which is an endless, ever-changing dungeon that can be played solo or with up to four players. Now, apparently, it has these different levels, and as you go up in the levels, it's basically like you're going up in Ice Crown because Torghast, a duck if you see from the screenshot right there, is basically the opposite of Ice Crown Citadel, which is right here. So the higher you go in here means the deeper you go in there, which means the more difficult it goes. Uh, because the higher you go on Ice Crown, the more difficult it gets. And apparently the last boss in Torghast is called the Jailer. And he's basically like the evil version of the Lich King. We don't have that much information on him uh, as of right now. But a lot of the really cool things, like one of the coolest things, in my opinion, is the Covenant thing, uh, the different Covenants. So like I said, you know, each of them... Uh, each covenant has a sanctum and they're like, you know, each covenant controls one of the zones. Uh, 
Let's see what else is going to be in there. Well, what's happening right now? The uh, 15th anniversary of WoW is happening right now. Uh, you can get a you can get Deathwing, the World Breaker, as a mount, and that thing is fucking sweet. I got it. I really liked it. It takes about 30 minutes uh, to do some old raids and stuff like that, but I really liked it. Uh, 8.3 is probably going to be the last patch for WoW, and then it's going to go to 9.0. The only thing that sucks about that is because we don't have a release date for when Shadowlands is coming out, we might have to deal with this last, last patch for close to a year. Which would be really, really shitty, but sometimes that's just how it is. I mean, it just there's not much that we can do about it. Uh, so going further into the different zones and the covenants and stuff like that, like I said, you know, there are four different zones, and each covenant controls those different zones. So one of them, uh, which is called, I think, Bastion, uh, which is where, like, all, like, the good souls go. So, like, if you are righteous, or, like, paladins and stuff like that are there. Um, and that's that's the point of the Shadowlands. It's an, it's an entire death-based expansion, which is really cool, and I look forward to it. And one of the things that's really nice is... If you pre-purchase the game, which I have not yet, because I'm waiting for the collector's edition to be announced, and then I'm going to buy the shit out of that, uh, as soon as 8.3 drops, you can create a Death Knight for any of the allied races, which that's a big deal because up until now, no allied race, well, no new characters, that have, no new races, yeah, no new races that have been introduced to the game can be Death Knights. The last races that could be Death Knights were Worgens and uh, Goblin. So Pandas cannot be Death Knights, and anything added after that cannot be a Death Knight. But because it's a whole Death-themed expansion, and Blizzard went over this, so it's canonically correct. Because, I mean, they can retcon or whatever they want. Um, they're saying that, you know, heroes have died in the Fourth War, which is what we're in right now, or what had ended... And some of them have been brought back by the Lich King in order to, you know, combat Sylvanas and go to the Shadowlands and everything like that. But, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a really fun expansion. Uh, we'll have a link, like I said, you know, going to the cinematic. And then there's also a, a deep dive for Shadowlands, which if you want to get the most information, that's what I would recommend uh, that you watch. So after uh, Shadowlands, the next big announcement that there was was Diablo 4. I have been waiting for a new Diablo game for probably seven years. Is that how long it's been? I can't remember. I think Diablo 3 came out in 2012 or 2013. So it's been six or seven years. And even then, the new, ex the new expansion, Reaper of Souls, came out you know years and years ago. But even then... Everybody has been waiting for Diablo 4. Now, one thing that really pissed people off last year was Diablo Immortal, which is Diablo on your phone. 
And that's where the whole thing, oh, what, don't you guys have phones uh, thing became so popular. And then there was a one guy who was like, uh, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? Because it was really shitty. Uh, Diablo 4 looks really cool. It's still going to be isometric, uh, which is like all the other Diablo games. They haven't really gone over many of the classes. Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't have any release date. But it is going back to its dark roots, which is really cool. Uh, It's going to be a shared open world. Uh, There's going to be five classes. And like I said, they haven't said all of them. But the ones that have been announced are the Sorceress, Barbarian, and the Druid, which is very interesting because the Druid originally wasn't in Diablo 2 until after the Lord of Destruction uh, expansion. The other two classes, uh, I don't know if it was a leak or if it's just purely speculation, are going to be the Amazon and the Paladin. But, I mean, all you would need to add to that is the Necromancer and the... uh, What's the other one I'm thinking of? Necromancer and the Assassin, and then basically it'd be a Diablo 2 clone or a Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction clone. But yeah, the cinematic trailer, which I have linked, uh, is also really good. The cinematic is about 10 minutes long, so it's uh, it's quite a long one, but it's really cool. Um, like I said, you know, there's no release date. It has dark, uh, going back to its dark roots. Uh, There's five distinct regions. They have the five classes. It's being developed for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4, which is very interesting because a lot of people, or at least I hope most people know, that the next consoles are going to be out at the holiday season of 2020, so next year. So if they're releasing it, or sorry, if they're developing it for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4, does that mean it's going to be out before holiday of next year? Or... Are they also going to work on uh, compatibility for those next consoles? And even then, what about the Switch? Because Diablo 3 is on the Switch, which is kind of surprising, but hey, it's whatever. Uh, so, but right now it says it's only for the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. But I'm, I would almost put money on it that they're going to develop it for the PS5 and then... Um, Project Scarlet, which is the next Xbox. Uh, Treasure Goblins are going to be back. Uh, It says base games supported by expansions as the business model for Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is going to be running on a brand new custom-built engine that uses physics-based rendering. That's really cool. Uh, Skills will be bound to classes. You might have an item or two that procs another class's skill. But there's currently no plans for any other things like that happening. So in Diablo 2, and I think more so in Lord of Destruction, uh, that was basically where things were working uh, with Synergy, the Synergy system. And then there is also going to be hard, a hardcore mode, which you know I would come to expect from you know any Diablo game, which is basically you know hardcore is permadeath. Uh, after Diablo 4, which there's also, I will also link the uh, gameplay trailer, which looks very cool. You get to see the Barbarian doing some stuff. You get to see the Sorceress doing stuff, and you get to see the Druid. One thing that's really cool about the cinematic, or sorry, the gameplay trailer, is you get to see the werebear form of the Druid. But it looks like it's only temporary, whereas in Lord of Destruction, 
you could shift into werebear form and stay in that form as long as you wanted. I'm really hoping that's something that you can like put skill points into because I would always rock the werebear form. Also, another thing, and this isn't listed anywhere, um, but what they're wanting to do is have a more vast character creation system because right now, if you create a character, you're locked into how your character looks if they're male or if they're female. You can't change or customize anything about it other than that, other than their uh, gender, which there's only two. Whoops. Because um, there's you know male and female in the game. And uh, so you can't pick – you can't choose anything other than that, and you're locked in. You can't do anything, you know mm-hmm. – outside of that uh after uh diablo 4 i really stopped paying attention um but the next thing was overwatch 2 the trailer didn't make a whole lot of sense i mean it's and the timeline makes no sense at all i mean they have there's a new game mode which is push which if you if if you've ever played uh battlefield it's going to be just like that there's a story and hero missions. There's new maps. There's character talents and progression, which that's kind of nice, but it makes me wonder if they're going to do that. Is it going to be a roster of characters that's not nearly as many as they have now? And even then, they were still supposed to have, like I was saying earlier, close to 30. Uh, they're also going to have two different modes. It's a PvP mode, which is you know you against other players, and like a PvE mode, which has I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, I, I need to know a lot more about that. But, I mean, I haven't played Overwatch in probably close to a year, if not more. After that, uh, you know, Hearthstone, the card game, I don't really care a whole lot for. Uh, I played it a few times. It wasn't for me. Uh, as I said earlier, Heroes of the Storm didn't really have anything. Have anything. Warcraft 3 is still in... Well, it's in beta, but not everybody can play it. And StarCraft II, nothing happened there. The biggest thing that I was psyched for uh, in all of BlizzCon is going to have to be Shadowlands, simply because I love World of Warcraft so much. I mean, I saw, I've watched the trailer probably close to 10 times, and each time I watch it, I'm still hyped as shit for it. Because it is so cool, I'm such a fanboy, and the mo- I cannot wait to learn more about it. Uh, so that was the big thing, uh, as you know, you guys can tell it took up like you know 20 minutes, give or take. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is because Ducky, I don't think you have anything to say about BlizzCon because it's not. No. Yeah, it's not no, your. Nothing. Yeah, not your cup of tea. Uh, so the next thing, in terms of new releases that have come that have come out in the last month or so. Uh, the biggest one has been Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No, this isn't the early 2000s. They re-released Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No, it's not a remaster. It's really fun. The campaign is done beautifully. I've been streaming it uh, for a little bit, which, oh, I better plug myself, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Tom. Yeah, I had to make sure I didn't say calm. Anyway, uh, it's really fun. The campaign is done very, very nicely. 
Uh, that's one of the best things about the Call of Duty games are the campaigns. I mean, you switch from one person to another person, and it's just they it's done so well. The multiplayer is, of course, Call of Duty multiplayer, and it has cross-play. And if you ever want to hear the worst language ever, play Call of Duty multiplayer and don't mute anybody in the lobby. In the betas, and I think I, talk, I think I may have talked about this on the last podcast, I don't remember, cross-play was enabled and everybody was talking mad shit about people who were not on PC. It was the funniest thing. And then uh, everybody was making fun of the one person who was on the PlayStation saying, like, dude, you're going to get last place. And, uh, you know, he did, going against a bunch of uh, PC players. But Modern Warfare is really good. Uh, I haven't been the campaign yet. I haven't had as much time uh, because it's only been out for about two weeks now. And that first weekend... Uh, I had my son, and then the next, the following weekend was, uh, I think, BlizzCon, and then last weekend I had my son, so I'm hoping to, you know, beat it maybe this weekend and, you know, stream it, of course. Um, so the campaign, like I said, is really fun. The multiplayer is, as you'd expect, you know, like I said, in Call of Duty multiplayer, it's a bunch of sweaty people. Not actual physically sweating, but you know, do you know what sweaty means? It's it's like tryhards, a bunch of tryhard oh, people. Oh, tryhards. Yeah, tryhards. I get like, those in my DMs all the time. Oh, <laughs> DM her on Twitter at Ducky Monroe. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, it's it's a bunch of sweaty people who they they figured out like you know what's the best gun, what's the worst gun, and they're basically more or less, for lack of better words, min maxing. The entire game. I mean, I've been killed so many times by the same three fucking weapons. But with the most recent patch that came out a few days ago, they redid some of the balance. Uh, one of the shotguns, it, it you could use it as a sniper rifle. It was really weird. So people were like <clears throat> killing others with a shotgun from like 40 yards away and it was killing them every single time. I think it was Did called. Did it have the... a scope? No. <laughs> no, it didn't have a scope either. And that's what didn't make any sense. I think it was called like the 827 or 872 or some gun like that or some shotgun like that. And it was just broken as shit. Um, but after the patch came out, uh, it's been reportedly pretty good. They beefed up... Um, some submachine guns, which to me doesn't make any sense because they were already overpowered. And then they decreased uh, damage on a lot of uh, assault rifles, which doesn't make any sense to me, to be honest, because it's an assault rifle. It's supposed to do damage. You're shooting out either 5.56 five, rounds or 7.62 rounds. I mean, you're not shooting like, you know, 22 caliber bullets. These are much bigger. Uh, <clears throat> in terms of a more recent release, I have actually two two of them. Actually, no, three. I mean, I'm just coming up with stuff on the fly. Um, Hideo Kojima's new game, Death Stranding, 
which is walking simulator. That's all it is. If anybody tells you different, they're a liar. Don't trust them. All this game is, is you transporting a fetus in this yellow thing attached to your body and your Norman Reedus and you're just delivering it. You're a UPS man on foot. And that, apparently there's like a bike. But that's all you do. And Kojima, Kojima-san said that may, Americans just don't understand the game because they like first-person shooters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but no. Uh, a lot of people that I have talked to have said the same thing. They're like, yeah, it's, it's basically a walking simulator. It's a good story, but all you're doing is walking. It just, why would you want to do that? That just seems so boring. Like, I would rather play American Trucking Simulator because at least I'm driving. And that game will put me to the fuck to sleep. It's happened. Like, if I can't sleep and I'm like, oh, man, I'm so tired. I want to sleep. I'll play American Truck Simulator and fall the fuck to sleep. And then I'll crawl in bed. Uh, last game that I can think of. Oh, another game that came out was uh, Need for Speed Heat. I think it is a new Need for Speed game. Uh, it's been out for about a week or so now. It looks really fun. I have it on Origin because I have Origin Access Premiere. I've played it for all of three minutes, and it was pretty fun. Uh, so I don't have that much information on it right now. Maybe for the next podcast I'll have more information. Uh, last but not least, a new release that is coming out or will be available in three hours from now is Star Wars. What is it? Uh, oh, my gosh. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, something like that. Let me think here. Let me pull it up. I should have had this ready, but I, I thought of this like right on the fly. Uh, let's see here. Is... course now it's one of the things i can't find yeah star wars jedi fallen order that's gonna be very interesting uh i will definitely be you know giving my opinion on the game after i play it which you know you can get the game basically for free if you have origin access on pc i think um the other platforms have like their own version of it but you basically get the the game uh, for free i mean you have to pay monthly for origin access but you basically get the game and a lot of other vaulted games for free and stuff like that. Uh, and the only other thing that I can think of, which isn't a new release technically, uh, but the newest patch for Battlefield Five came out. And in that, you have the Pacific Theater, which is great because now you have the Japanese and you finally, finally have the Americans. And the Americans, what do they bring with them in terms of guns? You have the historic M1 Garand rifle. You have the Browning automatic rifle. You have the Thompson. You have all these guns that everybody knows from World War II that should have been in the game from the very beginning. But DICE is like, no, no, just keep playing. It'll get better. It'll get better. And then, you know, yeah, now they're finally in the game. And I am so happy that they are in the game. The M1 is a beast. 
I mean, you can attach a scope to it, which completely defeats the purpose of the gun. But it's it's very powerful. It's insanely accurate. And the only downfall of the new Pacific Theater stuff that they came out with is the fact that it's only two new maps. And that kind of sucks. Because there's only so many times that I want to do one's called like Pacific Assault and the other one is Iwo Jima. And I just know where everybody camps on those, but it's still really fun. And uh, on both of them, there's like a uh, like a monsoon, which is completely random. And it completely changes the game. Kind of how I believe it was Battlefield 3, maybe 4, uh, that had the uh, Paracel Storm map that had a monsoon in the middle of that. But, I mean, that one was really cool because there was, like, a battleship out in the middle of the ocean, and then it crashed into something, and then, like, it gets, you know, it got put on land, and it was just really cool. Uh, So, yeah, that's all that I have for my segment. Uh, So now I will go ahead and turn it on over to uh, the fabulous Ducky Monroe. All right, guys and gals. Um, So this month, November is National Novel Writing Month. Boring. NaNoWriMo. I know you're not a big geek as much as me, but um, for those that played Typing of the Dead and all of those fun typing games, a couple of years ago, uh, a beautiful, beautiful game called Epistory came out, and it basically fascinated a lot of people with its storyline and its artwork. Well, the same people, um, the same developers came out with Nanotale Typing Chronicles. And it basically revamped the way everything was done in their previous game. And instead of whenever a baddie gets to you, because you have to type whatever the word is above the baddie's head. And some, the bigger baddies have multiple words above their head. Mm-hmm. So you have to type the words super fast in order to kill the baddie. Okay. Um, so they revamped it to where now you can re up your health and not only just die as soon as a baddie gets to you, you have hit points. So you can be hit multiple times and then you can come across flowers or different flora um, and type above those flowers to gain life. So they've, they've added in addition to their original platform and created this world. And, and not only did they do that, they kept with the amazing artwork. So If you like typing games and in honor of National Novel Writing Month, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. Um, Another thing that's really big on everyone's tongues these days is Sonic the Hedgehog movie redesign. Thank God. (laughs) He was a little bit gross. He looked like uh, somebody, one of my friends on Facebook actually had a, uh, a really good comparison. You ever see the movie Jumanji? Yes. The first one with Robin Williams? He looked like if someone took Peter when he got turned into a monkey and spray painted him blue. Oh my God, you're so correct. Yeah. 
that that's going to give me nightmares. Yeah. Um, so as, as if Sonic the first one didn't give yeah. you nightmares already. So when the original trailer came out, I was not that enthused. Uh, but then again, I've been very skeptical about most movies that take their creative liberties with video game characters. Um, so I wanted to do a little bit of. Um, first off, what is your favorite Sonic game? Sonic 2. Sonic 2? I had him in the Sega Genesis. I played the shit out of that game. I was a big Sonic Spinball fangirl. That was a good one, too, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play a little bit of a game. Um, I am going to mention a movie, and you're going to tell me if you saw it, and if you didn't, why you didn't see it. If you did see it, if you liked it, um, and did it stick to the truth of the video game oh, that God. it was based on? You can ask me. Yeah. Well, we're going to both discuss it. Oh, so, God. okay. So the first one, of course, is Super Mario Garbage. Bros. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> the worst, the worst game movie I have ever had the displeasure of seeing in my entire life. Because it was made by, I think, directors who are husband and wife, and they changed directors a thousand times, and it was just so bad, and it didn't, the movie almost didn't happen, as far as I remember, but what we got, I would have much rather it not happen at all. It was a great... Worse than the uh, it was Mario bad. Brothers show? The Mario Brothers show was at least correct. Okay, okay. Worse than a Yui Ball film. Uwe Ball. Uwe Ball. It depends. Uh, like Blood Rain. Blood Rain's pretty bad. Not all well, of... Well, that's also on my list, so we okay. can talk to that. Blood right. Rain. Blood Rain. So you saw Blood Rain? No. I didn't want to. Because I, as soon as I saw his name attached to it, I was like, nope, garbage. I saw it. I actually saw it. There was some uh, nice... Uh, Cleavage and uh, other things that's in just, there. That's just the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the movie too. Oh, so, yeah. so I I kind of liked that part, but the rest of it was kind of garbage. Um, Mortal Kombat. Oh man, Mortal Kombat was one of those movies that, even though I knew it wasn't going to be like the game. I have watched that movie probably more than a hundred times. Same. Because it's such a good movie. The first one. The first one is such a good movie. I just can't help but watch it. We don't we don't mention the other. Yeah, ones. we don't mention the other ones. <laughs> yeah. The other ones are terrible. <laughs> it doesn't exist. No. No, but the first Mortal Kombat movie is great. I mean, it has story, which is fairly close to uh, you know, the Mortal Kombat uh universe but i mean the whole point of mortal Kombat was it was just it was people fighting in order to advance to then fight the leader but in the arcade version i think of mortal Kombat, they actually had backstory which that was kind of cool but not many people know the backstory of mortal Kombat, which is in the movie but not in hardly any of the games now i think the newer mortal Kombat games might have some backstory, but and I it no gets idea. convoluted too. Yeah, like this person's kid is now like going to kill you because of something you did to this other person three games ago, and then this person's no longer in the game. Yeah, so 
I just with with Mortal Kombat, the newer games, I just play them to play them. I don't really think I turn my brain off for those. But yes, I do watch watch the movie at least once a year. It's good. Tomb Raider. Who directed that one? I don't remember the director, but this is the Angelina Jolie yeah, incarnation. Um, I'm at a loss for words because there's words I want to say, but there's words I don't want to say. Um, first off, Angelina Jolie in that movie looked amazing. I mean, she obviously had a massive push-up bra on or got implants or something because Angelina Jolie's assets are not that large by themselves. <laughs> and Lara Croft has huge breasts. Everybody knows that. Even in the PlayStation, she had huge triangles. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that. I mean... I mean, they, in the new games, you can get her skin back to the huge triangles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 you can get the skin. But no, I mean, the idea behind Tomb Raider is was really nice. And, yeah, the movie, the movie was pretty good. Some of them didn't make sense. Some parts of it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but it's, it's, some, it's something to watch. If there's nothing on TV, which I don't have cable anyway... But if I if I can't find anything to watch, I might I might watch it and then like you know, might <laughs> watch the second one, or if I'm really bored, I'll watch like National Treasure. Oh my god, you have to be really bored, yeah. <laughs> really bored. Okay, so Doom. Doom was a great movie for two minute two and a half minutes. It's the part where. Carl Urban's character, uh, after I think he goes through the portal or something happens, or he, or he like uh, uh, he gets like that alien blood in him or something like that, and he heals himself. And then when the movie turns into a first-person shooter game for that like two minutes, that was fucking awesome. Everything else about the movie garbage because they didn't say. Let's see, I'm trying to think here. In the Doom movie, they didn't stay, they didn't stick with the game information. I mean, yeah, you had the same monsters, but in the Doom game, these are monsters from hell. In the movie, I think they're just from another portal or another um, another plane of existence. Something like that. They never say. They didn't really hell. explain they didn't, they didn't it really very explain well. It. Yeah, they didn't do it that well. But yeah, in Doom, these are creatures from hell. They got summoned because UAC or whatever the hell that place is called was just a bunch of devil worshippers. And yeah, you, you're you just have you're a Doom guy. You just have to deal with it. It was a good movie though. I expected a whole lot more of it than yeah. it was. So we're going to go to Detective Pikachu. I didn't even see the fucking movie. Did you want to see the movie? Not really. I mean, Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu just seems like a really odd choice. Um, I mean, I love the shit out of Pokemon, don't get me wrong, even though I don't have a Switch, so I don't have Pokemon Sword or Shield or anything like that. And I think those are coming out tomorrow. And apparently, and this is all apparent, Apparently, they have cut down a lot of the rosters for the Pokemon that are in there, and the move lists have been drastically cut, 
just so they could release it on time. I have no idea if that's true. That's just what I've heard. So if you are going to play Pokemon Sword and Shield, and if it ends up being incredible, please contact me on Twitter, at Tank and Tom. Send me a DM on Twitter, or you you can write a reply back to this. Tell me how much of an idiot I am and how wrong I am based on what I read. But no, I didn't see Detective Pikachu. If you get Switch, if you get a Switch with Pokemon, I will totally play with you. I will bring my Switch over. Yeah, that'll be fun. How far away can you use the handheld part? I, I haven't tested that yet. Because <laughs> like, I wonder if it, could, like, if it would work from like your house to like here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ah. Um, Warcraft, since you're... Fuck that. No. <laughs> I, talk, I, talked about Warcraft. I talked about Warcraft, the movie, with someone fairly recently. We were in the car, because they play World of Warcraft. And we, had, we talked about it, and I love Warcraft. I love the Warcraft universe. I fucking hated the Warcraft movie. I hated it for a few reasons. First off, there's a lot of stuff they don't go over that they needed to go over. Second, the person that I saw the Warcraft movie with kept asking questions about who's this, who's this, why, Shut is, up that, and experience why it. is that person important, why don't they explain who this is, who's that, what's that, and it, was, it wasn't their fault that they didn't know, it's that the, the movie didn't explain anything. Um, and even then... Like, you know, the, they don't even explain, like, the timeline. So unless you know the timeline of the Warcraft universe, you don't know when this happens. You don't know half the characters that are in there. And some of them are very important. Like, some of them you saw, but they were never mentioned by name. And they are extremely, extremely important characters in the Warcraft universe. But it's like uh, Legendary just didn't care. Or it got cut down for time, which, you know, that was probably more so what happened. It happens. Do you, are you a horror fan? Oh, yeah. play the horror games? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, so Resident Evil and Silent Hill are on here, and I am a chicken. So did you watch either of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Resident Resident Evil didn't really stay to the game material at all. Okay. Simply because if they did, it'd be a really boring movie. Uh, Silent Hill was fairly close, but the Silent Hill movie was just all sorts of fucked up. The only part, the only thing I remember about the Silent Hill movie was Sean Bean doesn't die, which is weird because he dies in everything. Um, And... A chick got her clothes ripped off, and then her skin ripped off, and then thrown against, like, a church. I thought that was pretty cool. Not because, you know, she was a naked lady, but because, like, Pyramid Head then ripped her skin off like it was clothes, and just like, whoop. Yeah. It happened. It was a good movie, though. I mean, if... I actually have it on DVD. I think it's downstairs. I never want to watch that fucking movie again. Like, I would never... Like, if it's on TV, like I said, I don't have cable, but if I see it on Netflix and I'm there's nothing else I want to watch, I might listen to it. 
But I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch that fucking movie. Yeah. In Resident Evil, they made like eight of those fucking movies. They just need to stop. <laughs> so will you watch the new Sonic the Hedgehog now that it's redone? Now that it's redone, I'm going to go with yes uh, for multiple reasons. I want to know more about the story, which they haven't given us that much information about it, but we know a little bit from the trailer. Uh, Jim Carrey's in it. I want to see how good he's going to do as Robotnik from the trailer. It looks like he's going to do a fucking phenomenal job. I've never seen him in anything I didn't like. Really. Yeah, the only thing I didn't really care for him in was uh, the number 23. See, I've not seen that one. So it, it, was more seri- it, was, it was a more it. serious movie, which he doesn't really do like good with serious movies because you never think of him as a serious serious kind of movie actor mm-hmm. yeah he's a serious actor because he's been in a lot of stuff but he's usually in comedic roles and stuff like that um so yeah i'm i'm interested in seeing it especially with the redesign because i'm not gonna lie if they didn't redesign it i would not have seen i'm i would not want to go see the movie at all same yeah so next on my list is something I have been obsessing with over the last week, week and a half, um, last month really. Cat Quest 2. Um, so I loved the first Cat Quest. If you read my review on the website, tankandtom.com. Which you should all go to. <laughs> you would know that. And you would also know that I wanted local co-op and multi-save files. Well, the devs listened and provided. You can, o- you can only play with one other person, but that person is a cute, adorable doggo. And not only can you explore the cat world that you loved in the first cat quest, you can go into a long-forgotten dog realm. Um, so my son and I have a save, and then I can have my own save. And then if a friend comes over, I can have a save with them. So you can have up to three saves. Um And it is completely adorable. It's the same art style that I fell in love with with the first game. And I recommend it highly to anyone that likes top-down RPGs and adorable gameness. So definitely check out Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2. Um, You don't have to know the first story to play the second one. Um, The next thing I wanted to get into was... Basically, VR. Um, I've always wanted a VR headset. I think it was so cool. I I do too, but when I was checking out some of the prices on this equipment, it, it kind of made me... Well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, some, some of them are expensive. Some of them aren't nearly as expensive. Like uh, the HTC Vive, I think it is, is like seven or $800, mm-hmm. something like that. But, oh, it's so cool. Well, so the lower end headsets are about five ninety nine. The the upper ones seven ninety nine plus, um, and minimum computer requirements are what are going to get you. So the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive are going to require Intel Core i five four five nine zero or better processor. But that mean that's almost any computer that exists now. In terms of the processor. Well, that's that's these are the older VR headsets though. These yeah, aren't the true. new ones. Yeah, that's true. I didn't um, know that. So and and then NVIDIA GeForce 
970 AMD RD 290 graphics card or better. Okay. So this is like the bare minimum. And everywhere that I saw, it's like when it says the minimum, you you start there. You don't want the minimum. You want yeah, no, more you want, than the minimum. Well, yeah, you want like the recommended or you, anything better than the minimum is good. I, I never recommend anybody should go for the minimum of anything because especially like, you know, if you're going to get into like gaming, you don't want to like if you're going to be like, oh, I want to play this game. Don't look at what the minimum is. Look at what the required is because I guarantee you if they come out with like, you know, more stuff for it, it's going to require a beefier system and stuff like that. So, yeah, the minimum is not what you want to go for. I use the recommended as like a benchmark. Exactly. And then like a a pre-made VR-ready desktop PC runs you about a thousand. Yep. But... That's with the bare minimum specs. Yeah. And most places will build you one for two grand starting. Um, now, keep in mind, this doesn't include the, the VR towers or the handhelds. Yeah. So you're, you're running at at least three grand starting without the extra equipment. Well, yeah. But um, I, mean, I don't know. The thing is, like, you know, I would assume, and I could be wrong. But I would assume that most people that are going to want to get into VR or that are into VR already have a PC that can handle it already. Mm-hmm. So, because my mine can. Yeah. Well, and so the Vive Index is the one with the higher resolution. Yeah. Um, they are saying the effective resolution is. 2880 by 1600 pixels. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and it's just, so it's, they can do it out the door for $500 for just the headset or a thousand for the full kit. So the full kit would be the handsets and everything. Yeah. Um, which these days is a deal, but if you're thinking about VR, a lot of places, um, and my kid loves the place in our mall um, over in West Town, but a lot of places will let you try it out. I haven't been to West Town in forever. I know. I That's the only time we ever go is there. And then I drop in at Godiva just because. Um, i got to have all these fancy truffles and these fancy chocolates. I'm a female. You have to feed my uterus chocolate occasionally. Um <laughs> So, if you before you lay down all the money, um, because seriously, I tried out some games the other day, and I wanted to play Skyrim VR so badly, and when I got in there, I could not even make it a little bit ways past the intro dragon phase, because I got so nauseous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so... Before you lay down the money and you want to buy all of these games, make sure that you can handle it. Your constitution check is okay. (laughs) Um, Now, I will tell you that Beat Saber, because it's not reality-based and you know that you're in a non-reality world when you're swinging the sabers, that did not make me nauseous at all. And I could probably have played that all day long and been fine. Um, 
but you can try it like definitely try before you buy since it is an investment you are definitely i mean there's upkeep on the equipment you have to uh i mean if you have pets um, yeah. you're going to have to put the pets up <laughs> or or make sure they that you don't step on any doggos tails when you're playing around on beat saver um i i ran into that the other day as well um but if you do have the setup already, according to CNET, which is um, one of the websites that I was researching on, CNET.com, according to CNET, the top five games to own currently are Beat Saber, yeah. which I adore. It's fun to pe- it's fun to watch people play that game too. I uh, yes. Some of like <laughs> some of the songs, it's like how do they have that coordination? It's just it's incredible. It's kind of like when you would gather around people at the arcade doing DDR. Yes, I miss that. Um, the next one was Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality. Oh, God, that's been on for a while now. Yes. Uh, Cloudlands VR Mini Golf. <laughs> Golf. I know, right? And that was like the third on the list. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Moss. And I have no idea what it's about, but it looks adorable. Like, it, its artwork just looks adorable. It'd probably make me sick because it looks too real. Well, there was a game on the uh, PlayStation. I think I can't remember if it was the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4. It was called Flower. Yes. And I saw the, the preview for that. It was so relaxing. And all it was is you're like blades of grass or your wind. Or whatever, and you're just like you're collecting all this stuff, and oh my god, I thought that game was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. But that game made me tired as shit too. So. <laughs> well, if you ever need to go to sleep, it's better than melatonin. Right. Um, and then the fifth game was Wipeout, a mega collection. So it was a, a collection of sub games for Wipeout Omega. Was so, that, is Wipeout like the uh, that like elimination type thing? No, no, it was okay. a different. It looked like a shooter to me. Oh, okay, but those were um, those were the games that, and you can go to CNET because they had a long list of like seventy something games, but those were those their top fives. Okay. Um, but definitely, uh, if you have a place in your mall or uh, just a studio near you, go or, try or a it. rich friend, or a rich friend that will let you uh, put have their doggo put up for uh, half an hour so you can play Beat Saber uh, and not kill people. <laughs> then yes, <laughs> go and try it before you buy it. And if you like it, um, definitely definitely invest. And in, invest in something that's going to last a while. Don't get the minimum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you, uh, anything that you're looking forward to in the next, like, you know, before the next uh, podcast in terms of releases for games? Anything oh, like that? gracious. Because we have um, Black Friday will be coming up. So well, yeah, everything, well, yeah, everything, everything will be hitting on Cyber Monday. Yeah. And that's when I I don't I don't shop Black Friday, but that Cyber Monday is when I get all the good games. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that um, there will be some really good stuff. I mean, you know, like I was saying earlier, the only thing I'm really looking forward to uh, currently is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I'll be able to play in two and a half hours if I can stay up that late. 
<laughs> um, and uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, the collector's edition, which I could pre-purchase uh, it right now, but the collector's edition is what I really want because it usually has a lot of really cool like uh, goodies and physical stuff, like an art book and stuff like that, and it usually costs about $100 $125. I'm going to be buying one uh, for myself and then one for uh, one of my friends who I play WoW with uh, every now and again. Her name is Bunny Queen P on Twitter. Her name is like, I think just, it's under uh, at Bunny underscore Queen, I think. Could be wrong. Um, but she and I, we play WoW quite often. So I was going to get myself one and then get uh, her one because, you know, I'm going to play the shit out of that game with her because it's just so fun. I don't know how I'm going to get it to her. She's in Texas, but that's a problem for future Tom. So, you know. <laughs> well, let future Tom worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, even then, I mean, if I can buy it through the Battle.net store, I can probably gift it to her and do it that way. But, uh, but yeah, there's not, th not many things uh, coming out. Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? We're actually having early Thanksgiving with what? my family on Saturday, so I have to make a pumpkin cheesecake tomorrow um, in order to be prepared for this pumpkin weekend. Cheesecake. Yes, it's going to be the biggest uh, cheesecake. Wait, wait, Saturday as in like two days from now? Two days from now, yes. That's when my family is doing Thanksgiving. Why not next weekend? Uh, because when I told my cousin to reserve it for the weekend before Thanksgiving, she looked at the calendar wrong and reserved it for this weekend. Oh, yeah, that, well, yeah, because, well, what sucks is usually Thanksgiving is never on, like, the 28th. It's usually on, like, the 23rd or 24th, so, yeah, I can see how that's a problem. Uh, so, that, that sounds so, so I'm doing bad. nothing Thanksgiving, so yeah. I'll probably be playing Cat Quest. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. Um, I will be going to my parents' house. Uh, I don't know if I'll have Thomas. Lisa technically is working, but on those days, um, what is it? She, uh, her friend watches Thomas, but she'll be doing stuff for Thanksgiving. I, I have no idea. My plan right now is I'm going to my parents' house, and then if I take Thomas with, no big deal. But um, I have a bib for him that says my first Thanksgiving, so I'm excited for that. And then the next day, I'm working from home, Black Friday, and I don't have Thomas that weekend. So then Cyber Monday, I'm just going to – hopefully I'll have heard back about you know Christmas bonus because if I get one and it's early, oh, man. Oh, man keyboards and all this other cool shit it's gonna I'm, I'm just gonna buy it all all the things all the things yeah exactly all right so we're uh we're just about out of time here for this uh so i'm gonna say goodbye thank you everybody uh for watching you know you can find me at twitter uh twitter.com forward slash tank and tom and forward slash ducky monroe peace out guys bye Thank you for listening to the TankCast. For more gaming news, including reviews and hardware, be sure to check out tankandtom.com. You can also reach out to either of the hosts via Twitter at tankandtom and at Ducky Monroe. Stay tuned for the next episode in two weeks.